0: Good day, everyone, and welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm your host. Steven Henderson, and I'm really glad you have joined us. You can't talk about the news today without talking about the strike that is uh, now fully underway. Uh, The UAW is striking all three automakers, I think for the first time in history. There may have been one other time that that happened, but it's a big deal that they have decided to walk out of plants for Ford, Stellantis, and GM. Of course, that's a massive disruption for lots of people and their families and their businesses. Uh, I want to wish them well. Of course, I'm somebody who has been on strike before. I also grew up in a big labor family here in the city of Detroit. I can remember strikes from when I was a kid in the 70s and 80s. It's not easy, uh, but this is one of the things that labor sometimes has to do to make the points that they need to make and get the things uh, that they want to have. Uh, we are, of course, at WDET covering the strike pretty closely. We've got people uh, out And talking to folks on the line, uh, the picket lines about what's going on, and of course following the negotiations, it's one of the things that you can count on here on WDET that we will be on top of the news. Uh, Of course, here on Detroit Today, we discuss the news and issues and events and ideas. That is the thing we've been really stressing this week during the on-air fundraiser, the way that we get into uh, the things that are behind the news and the issues that all of us have to make decisions about Uh, sometimes at the ballot box sometimes in our lives uh, we really focus on trying to help our listeners understand those things in much deeper ways also just a heads up a lot of our employees here at WDET are part of the UAW I've got Nick Austin here with me. He is a producer on Detroit Today. He hosts Soul Saturday on WDET on Saturday nights at 8 p.m. And he is a co-host here on Detroit Today.
1: Nick, welcome to the studio. Hey, Stephen. It's great to be here. I love these stories, Stephen. I love learning a little bit more about your background in journalism, too. In fact, you told a story about how you got inspired, speaking of sources, not just with music, but also through sports journalism and specifically bill mcgraw yes. who was a veteran detroit free press writer and is included in the michigan journalism hall of fame i gotta say Stephen, hearing that story about how bill mcgraw Of all folks, and he's such a legend in the industry, uh, inspired you that it kind of inspired us here at the station (laughs) that we had to take an opportunity during the on-air fundraiser and give people a treat. So we invited Bill McGraw, again, the Detroit Free Press writer, longtime uh, sports journalist, member of the Michigan Journalism Hall of Fame, (laughs) to the station to have a conversation with you. Bill, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you very much for having me. (laughs) It's great to have you here, Bill. And for you listening out there, Stephen had no clue that I was going to pull this. I did not. So I just dropped it on him—a surprise. That's why you got to listen during the on-air fundraiser. (laughs) Bill, it is
0: great to see you. Uh, I did tell the story during the fundraiser. You know, I've
2: listened a lot this week, but I didn't hear that. But I heard about it. So thank you. I'm really honored. You've told me that before, I and I have. was honored when you told me, and I'm honored you told other people now. <laughs> so I have
0: to repeat it for folks who maybe didn't hear, but we were talking. Uh, Nick was asking me about why I wear a Tiger's cap uh, every day, and we were talking about the Tiger's, and I was saying that the cap I wear was the logo has the logo on it. That uh, WDIV used to use <laughs> during their broadcast uh, in the in the 1980s, and and so we started talking about '84, of course, which is the best year in the history of the franchise. And I said that two things happened that year for me. One was that it was when I really became a Tigers fan. I was 13 that summer, and and I followed the team really closely for the first time. Uh, that, that summer. But the way I had to follow it, because, uh, because that's how you had to follow sports back then, was in the newspaper. And I would open it up every day and read about what had happened uh, the day before. But you were, the, you were the beat writer that year for the Detroit Tigers. I didn't know you, obviously, but, uh, but I knew your name. And, and I remember so clearly so many of the things that, uh, that you wrote that summer.
2: It was a very exciting summer, whether you were 13 or 33. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. I mean, the energy at the ballpark was so amazing, you know, the um – the big crowds every night, uh, you know, people getting married in the bleachers, oh, uh, love you know, that. beach balls flying around. The wave really started nationally at Tiger Stadium. I think they took it from U of M and maybe some other college football venues, but the wave really got going. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, just the energy at the stadium every night was really amazing. Yeah, yeah.
0: And And that was the summer that I remember – Also, you know, reading all of these stories that you're reading and especially the story that you that you wrote the day after they won, which I have for years used uh, in speeches that I give about writing. I just think it was it was perfect in so many ways. But it was one of the things that made me say, gee, what a great life that would be (laughs) To, to write for a living, like to get to do this all the time, so in many ways uh, you are uh, one of the, the, the big inspirations for me having become a journalist, which I think I've also said to you before.
2: Well, I'm again <laughs> honored, especially considering how you've turned out. <laughs> yeah. It's been okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've done all right. So, so Bill, I've got what? you uh, here. We, we do have to... We
1: will take a break, yeah. Stephen. you know, we're going to reset. Bill, if you're okay, can you hang out with us a little bit longer? Yeah. Because I want to have more of this back and forth. I know listeners will love to unpack kind of this background and Stephen, your walk up to journalism, moving from writing into radio now.
0: Uh, and again, we've got Bill McGraw here with us, a longtime reporter here in Detroit for the Detroit Free Press, uh, somebody who inspired me to become a journalist and uh, someone who, uh, through his coverage in 1984 of Our Detroit Tigers, really got me interested in baseball as well. It was uh, the summer that I turned into the kind of fan who is looking every morning, or back then was looking every morning uh, at the box scores and reading the stories about what was happening on the field. Of course, today you can do that Uh, on your phone instantly after the game is over. Uh, Bill, I want to talk a little about what what you're working on now. Of course, uh, you're technically retired, but I always say there's no such thing as a retired writer. Uh, We always are up to something. You've been writing these free press flashbacks, which I think are really interesting.
2: Well, I get to edit the free press flashback column every Sunday. So sometimes we just pull a story from the free press archives. Other times, various writers write stories, Today about something that happened in the past, yeah. and so I do it once in a while, and it's really fun, and uh, it gets a
0: lot of readers. I don't so. think I knew you were editing it every week. Yes, that's yeah, like that's a full time job. No, yeah, no it doesn't it's,
2: sound like retirement to me, Bill. It's really just a few hours a week, but it's fun, and uh, it's been going on now for over two years, and so um, the readers are there, and I'm really happy, and uh, we've got some really good contributors, and uh, so uh, we have one coming up about a very unusual event in Detroit music history that most people either don't know about or have forgotten because it happened in 1966. Andy Warhol came to Detroit and put on a thing called the Mod Wedding, and he brought along a new band from New York called the Velvet Underground. Oh my goodness. With Lou Reed and uh, Nico and John Cale, and they sang Here Comes the Bride, And um, (laughs) there was a guy on stage doing a dance with uh, a bullwhip and two flashlights. It was at the state fairgrounds, and it was really crazy. And uh, that's a uh, free press flashback
0: that's uh, on the way. I mean, one of the great things about this city is our absolute love affair with the past. And and we get criticized for that sometimes, and maybe sometimes that's legitimate that we cling too much to some things but but uh, this this feature in the free press is a reminder to me all the time of of how powerful our feelings are about the things that happen here sometimes before uh, some of us were born i was not born in 1966 for instance but but i would be all about that story
2: <laughs> well especially given what's happened with the velvet underground Absolutely. since then you know and uh, they hadn't even put out their first record yet uh, at that time so yeah. um yeah. So, and you know, the most recent one of the more recent ones was uh, a really good freelance writer in Detroit, Richard Bach, did a story about a guy from Michigan who used to jump out of airplanes, and he had a suit that allowed him to fly like people do now with those whatever they're called <laughs> those parachute things. Or yeah. Whatever, right. Yeah. And uh, he unfortunately um, his chute didn't open uh, at an exhibition in France in 1936, but he made a lot of news. In the three or four years he did that beforehand. Yeah, and uh, yeah. so we got everything from serious news to more frivolous
0: things. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the one that will tell us what happened to uh, Jimmy Hoffa, because of course that's uh, an obsession still here. Yeah, right. right. In the city of Detroit. Okay, Bill McGraw, it is always great to see you. I'm really glad they brought you in the on-air fundraiser
2: well thank you and I want to just say I'm honored whenever you invite me to your show I'm a huge radio fan and I'm a massive fan of WDT Um, both your show Nick's show uh, on Saturday afternoon the Saturday lineup is unbelievable and I could go on I don't want to single anyone out uh, (laughs) but uh, it's uh, WDT is a uh, is a treat to uh, we're lucky in Detroit to have WDT to be able to listen to it and be part of the community of WDET. Yeah.
0: Bill, it's great to have you here. You're such a Detroit treasure in uh, the journalism community. Thanks for coming. Thank you. That's it for the Detroit Today podcast. You like this show. You get a lot out of it. You ought to be sharing it. Share it with your friends and your neighbors, your relative, anyone you think would enjoy it and would add to this community that we're building here. Detroit Today is produced by Sam Corey and Nick Austin. Our technical director and engineer is Matthew Trevethan. Detroit Today's music is created by Sam Bobian and Will Sessions. We'll see you next time on the Detroit Today podcast.